session podcast. It is October 30th here in Wisconsin. Uh, but we ended up finding them. You can see we're in a thick cornfield. Uh, I actually took a picture of them when I called to them. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. Mike Sandler here. Mike. Yes, sir. Late season hunting, my friend. Ooh, cold. Oh, it's December. Late November, early December, it's time to do some late season hunting. <sighs> How are we going to go about doing that if we haven't filled our buck tag? What do you think? I'm going to tell you the only way I'm going about it, <laughs> and that's sitting on food. 100%. And I'm going to sit on it at night. Yep. Um, There's no morning hunting at this no. time to me. Not me either. I agree 100%. I'm, but what about the second rut, Mike? Yep. I'm gonna. So anyway, I'm gonna sit on food at night. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I mean, you're late into the year like that, so yeah. your numbers are are dwindled. Yep. To what they're gonna be anyway at that point in time. Yep. Those deer, any any deer. Yep. Fawns, whatever they are, I don't care. Bucks, does. Yep. They're looking now for food. They gotta. They have to eat. 100%. It's getting cold. Yeah. They gotta get the nourishment. So it's time to get the body ready for the winter. You know, that's that's when you're got. Finished. You know, if you've got these standing bean plots. Yeah. Uh, standing corn. You know, that's the kind of stuff where you want to be. Uh, is that's where they're gonna be? Hundred percent. I mean, that's just where they're gonna be, and it's gonna be cold. Yep. It's going to be nasty, normally. Yep. <laughs> if you and don't have food, you don't have deer. Nope, you won't. They'll be gone. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, you're, like our properties, if we, we got a lot of deer early in the year, but if we don't have food late, they're not going to be here. Of course they're not. They're going to be gone. They, they have to eat. They There's have no reason to for them to be no. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing with a buck at that time of year, that buck is still going to tip that dark day. Oh, yeah transition time that those big ones still aren't going to come out until right at the edge of shooting, of shooting time yep. and that's just the way it's going to be they're yeah. going to feed oh yeah they're going to wait or they might hang back you know you, you got to remember what they've been through already so yeah <laughs> so you're saying hunting a, a staging area before food or close to food where that buck might yeah, come in the food. might come in during the daylight yeah. realizing you have to give yourself an exit. Yeah. Because if you educate a deer now, because you're on food, yeah. it's point. over. Yeah. They gone. They at that time of year they've been they've had enough education. Oh yeah. They, yeah. And everything they, wants to kill them. Yeah. They're super <laughs> smart and they know now that the world sucks. Yep. And everybody wants to kill them. That's a fact. And they ain't taking. They're not going to put up with nothing. No. They'll travel, you know, two miles away and find some food somewhere else. They will. So yeah. You, the same way we talk about entry and exit all year long, you still got to be able to get in and out of whatever food you're hunting. Yeah. I mean, if you're going in to kill one buck, he comes out and you kill him, I guess it doesn't matter. No. Who cares. Yep. But if you got to spend some time, you know, and it gets later and later, colder and colder. The other way, you could morning hunt a little bit, but here's the issue. Um, well... I mean, I guess we could look at this a couple ways. The other way, you guys always hear Mike and I talk about hunting weather. Now, here's the big deal. If, if weather's cold, okay, all day, let's just say the high is 10. That's the high. Low at night's in the low 20s, minus 20s. 
or minus whatever. And it's fairly windy or not even windy at all. When do you think the deer are going to move? It's not going to be at the nighttime. Because they're going to lay down and conserve their energy and feed at the warmest part of the day. They will find a place in their bedding area that's close where they have, you know, um, browse that they can chew on and things like that. Move a little bit. Good thermal cover. Big thermal cover. But you don't hunt their bedding. Do not try to get in their bedding this time of year. Don't do it. Number one, it's too loud. Everything's crunchy. Um, Number two, they're going to be transitioning short distances. The only time they will transition a long distance is if you blow them out and they have to move. Mm-hmm. They're short transition. You'll be, you'll be lucky in an area like Mike and my property, you'll be lucky if the transition's 100 yards. Yeah. The does will be right on the edge of your food. They may even bed in it. They might even bed in it yeah, if there's any sort of... There's enough cover for them yeah, to bed there, they will. Thermal cover. Yeah. Um, you know, everything shortens up. It becomes much harder to hunt. Um, it come, becomes much harder to see a mature buck as um, they are are that much smarter. Now, as it progresses through December, you December get towards the middle of the end of December, where uh, they ha- if you don't pressure them on your property, I will say you will see a lot of deer and probably some mature bucks at the right time of day, depending on the temperatures. Now, if it's really cold at night, you're going to see them bucks in daylight. Yep. Because they're going to move during the warm part of the day. Uh, again, still watch uh, pressure. Still watch fronts coming in and out. Snow. Um, rain, depending on what part of the country you're in. Um, but as things begin to get less and less, the food is less and less, the deer group up. Bucks will be with bucks. Does will be with does, and then bucks and does are all together. If you're in the northern states like Minnesota, Wisconsin, northern Michigan, the deer yard up. They have yarding areas. Um, snow gets deeper, you know. Also, <clears throat> seasons are different, so you kind of got to watch for all that too. But uh, it's hard to hunt yarded deer. And remember, when you see one, you're going to see a lot because you're not going to be individual. Um, they're going to be grouped up where the food is. And things get really hectic at that point. Right. Hard to hunt. Hard, hard to hunt. Yeah. But it can benefit you because you are going to see large numbers of deer. Yeah, that's true. But everything wants to kill them and they're jumpy as hell. Yes. Uh, another thing Another thing you want to remember in the cold, especially if you're bow hunting in the cold, make sure you can do it. Yeah. Make sure your equipment is, you know, good to go for that. And I'm talking equipment about your clothing. Footwear, um, your bow itself. Can you pull your bow back sitting in a tree for an hour and a half and it's zero? Because a lot of people can't do it. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of people think they can until it comes time. So that's one thing that I, I you know, we've seen a lot of people fail mm-hmm. because they can't, they can't get the bow back at that point. So things you want to remember when it's not 50. Yeah, you've heard us talk you've heard us talk a lot about it. We talk about it all year and we'll harp on it again is is shoot a realistic weight for you to be able to draw the bow. You know, I I could draw 80, 90 pounds in the summertime. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Right. No way would that happen in the winter. You know, a 70 pound bow is is tough enough for me to draw and when in 
when I'm really, really cold. And that's where I kind of hold my poundage right now. I'm shooting 68. Mm -hmm. We shoot that year round, whether we're shooting league or whatever else. But we know it's a sustainable weight for us to hunt. And we still get the performance out of our equipment that we want to get out of our equipment. But if you can't draw your bow, then you can't shoot. No. 50-pound bow will take out a whitetail like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. 40-pound bow will do the same thing. So, you know, prep yourself for that. And like Mike was saying, the other part about your equipment in the real cold is you you need to pay close attention to how your equipment performs because you get squeaks and cracks yeah. and cranks and kind of like your body. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> doesn't work as good when it's cold, especially as you get older. But yeah, yeah. your rust will make noise, yeah. your bearings, everything. You know, it's important to make sure the lubrication, and everything, because in the season you're just throwing your. In general, most of you guys, and you, some of you will deny it, you're throwing your bow in the back of the truck and mm-hmm. just setting it. If it gets rained on, you don't wipe it down, you don't blow the bearings out, you don't do all kinds of other things maintenance-wise to your equipment. That'll really show when it gets cold. You know, the thing I think a lot of people don't realize, too, in the winter here, the air density is so much different oh yeah when you're in a stand as far as noise mm-hmm. levels and stuff like that too that you can get away with yeah during the normal part of the season that you ain't getting away with there no the same thing like you say your bow makes noise stands make noise oh, they're a lot they're creaky cracky they're the worst thing you in know. the tree oh yeah it's it's terrible yeah you know and i don't care what kind of stand you have you can tell me you've got a $300 stand. I don't care. It's yeah. going to make just as much noise as a $50 stand. Yep. You know, in a ladder stand or a lock on it, they're all noisy at that yep. point in time. You know, I've had uh, the ladder stand, a couple of ladder stands that I have to hunt. Well, you know, the one in the bottom there mm-hmm. got really cold. I sat in that inside corner. It's welded. You know that. Mm-hmm. All the Everything's welded. Yep. It still so makes pretty, noise yep. if your weight changes a little yep. bit. Just the just the mesh across the top of the yep. and it's welded to it for sure. Yeah, it's you guys. It, it gets that's where it gets really tough. Yeah, in the late seasons. So just gotta prep yourself for all that different stuff, and hopefully you're done. Hopefully before that. Yep. But I will say, late season, I've seen more deer number yeah, wise. See late a lot season. Of deer yeah, I see deer. a lot of deer. If, but you know, you gotta have is, food. You don't have food. You ain't got deer. No. So don't go sit in your woods. Where you had a lot of deer before, you don't have any food there. You ain't seen deer. No, no, he's not. It's gonna get cold. Be mad. Yeah, squirrels. You can do that at home. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> oh, look, squirrel. Oh, squirrel. Roll, uh, rabbit. No. Uh, dang it. Even squirrels don't want to come out play when it's really cold. Play, they're gone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that covered play season, huh? Yep. We appreciate you guys listening. Be sure to check out the rest of the podcast coming up here in the next few weeks for the year of 2023. We appreciate all you guys. If you want to listen to just the podcast, check it out at iHeart, Google, Spotify, Amazon, RSS.com, YouTube. Check the pretty faces out right there on YouTube. Subscribe at the Reaper in the lower right-hand corner. If you want to check us out on Instagram, Instagram is RushOutdoorsWI. Rush Outdoors Wisconsin is what it stands for. Or you can check us out at The Obsession Podcast, hunting on Instagram. Later. Ouch.